This is the inaptly named Improve, Inspire, Impact podcast. Because if you're listening to this in the hope of being inspired because I've done something amazing, I'm on my own here, no guests today, then just don't bother. Because it's another window into my psyche. And I think I'm going to have to rebrand this podcast because these latest episodes are quite dark and probably intensely boring. Unless you're a bit like me and quite nosy and want to hear how other people think and other people's troubles. And to be honest, I do because sometimes I feel that I'm the only one in the world that has the thoughts that I do. So I accidentally let my podcast hosting subscription roll on, which means I paid up to the end of 2021. And I hate wasting money. So I'm determined to put it to use somehow. Um, It would be good to have some engagement and perhaps speak to real people about stuff. But in the meantime, you're stuck with me alone. But the good news is I've now cancelled that subscription, so it won't roll on to next year unless I really want it to. I'll explain what this podcast is about. I started to write what you're about to hear in my journal, which I do every day. But I quickly realised that I'd likely go on forever because it's something that was so powerful for me that I decided to record it. Why the hell not? It does save me writing it and I do spend a large proportion of my day writing so it changes things up for me. This entry that you're about to hear was for Wednesday the 6th of January 2021 and it started off with a quotation and that quotation turned into a journal prompt and it triggers an avalanche of thoughts. Now credit must be given here to Dave, Mindset by Dave Cottrell for this. The quote is People with mental health aren't attention seekers, they're connection seekers. I am seeking connection outside of my immediate family. I have some different interests. I believe it's healthy and okay. I'm telling that to myself. It's not being disloyal, but I think I have to look further afield in order to fulfil my interests and hobbies or just to talk about stuff sort of common interests so that's what I've been doing over the past few years largely through Facebook and Instagram I don't particularly enjoy in-person socializing because I find it pressurizing and it's a bit different when you've got an online relationship with people because they can't see things like the fact that you're still in your gym clothes or haven't brushed your hair or wearing a dressing gown at three o'clock. I can get away with that because I, I work from home. So these people online can't judge you on your appearance unless they assume that you really are your profile picture. So they're judging you really on what you write. And for me, with my unfiltered thoughts, constant profanities and expletives, it forms a really good buffer between what I'm thinking and what I actually write. Now. That's not to say I'm not honest, but there is really a way of saying things in an appropriate manner, nicely, kindly. So I sought connection through various different interests, such as as dieting, which is not a particularly good interest for me to have, but it has become a little bit of an obsession. Um, You know, I've joined things like a keto club and a vegan club online. And you do find that advocates of those things are very, very willing to share their wisdom with you. And 
you know, you feel included if you join that and, and try to to live that lifestyle. The other one I tried to join, which was a bit of a disaster, was a meditation um, group. But they were just really over-enthusiastic and it made me feel like I joined a cult. Um, and I felt really uncomfortable and awkward with it, so I left. But there have been some really, really good success stories, um, communities that I belong to that are supportive and helpful. But I'm really not very good at this connection thing because as soon as the connection's established, I panic and I pull away from it. And I think this is to do with being worried about rejection or being worried about getting too close to people. And then that rejection would feel overwhelmingly awful really upsetting and disappointing I'm not entirely sure which of those two things it is um, I mean that's one side of the coin but on the other side I wonder why people would want to remain connected with someone like me because I'm, I'm quite intense people don't realize I've got a sense of humor at times and I think that could be perceived as being negative and we were always hearing that people should cut negative people out of their lives um, to, to protect themselves. So I sometimes feel, why would people want to remain connected with me? Um, I've not got any self-worth or self-esteem. I know that, I'm working on it. But why the hell would people want to get to know me in the first place? Like I said, I think I'm perceived as being intense. And other people must find me boring too because to be honest I'm bored with myself but I can't produce significant evidence for this through things like CBT I've learned how to forensically analyze the thoughts or feelings that I have but as as of now that doesn't yield the answers for me hopefully this will get better because I'm trying to practice it regularly sometimes I need other people's opinions or advice and you know when I ask questions in these groups and communities I sometimes feel that I regret that I've done that it's a feeling I can't really describe it it's something to do with feeling that people just um if if I was talking to them in reality they'd just roll their eyes at me and sort of think what the hell is she asking that for and you know, and probably not to my face, but mentally they'd be telling me to fuck off. Um, I also like responding to other people's questions if I feel I can add some value to their debate or if I think I know the answer. Maybe it's the way I put it, or the fact that people don't realise the context behind the opinions that I'm giving. But sometimes the stuff I write just makes me cringe and shiver. And just because I feel awkward with it. Um, and that's kind of what I'm doing now. Because I'm thinking to myself, who do you think you are to be doing this, recording this? Because I would consider recording this to be attention-seeking. Possibly it is, possibly it isn't. But that quote has made me realise that what I'm actually trying to do is connect with people. People who may feel the same as me. People who may or may not admit that they have issues with their mental health. Um, it's not a mechanism for reaching out for help because I don't know what I need. I often can't articulate what I'm feeling. I'm not after sympathy. I don't deserve sympathy. 
because I don't feel that I cover myself in glory with the way I think. The way I think fuels me with with guilt and self-hatred because um, some of the thoughts I have are just, I think, are downright nasty. And I don't talk very nicely to myself, which is another thing that people tell me about. Um, I don't seem to be able to change very easily because I realise I'd never dream of talking to anyone else the way I talk to myself. Generally, I'm very diplomatic and can usually find a way of expressing an opinion without outright offending people. At least I hope I do that. But when it comes, comes to perhaps talking to myself, I can't be bothered to apply that filter. So effectively, I give it to myself in both barrels, crucify myself, and this is bad. But I really seriously don't know how to do it any differently. I've been asked the question, how would you say that, how would you say that to somebody else? How would you treat yourself if you were a child? And I actually do not know. Maybe it is something to do with things that have happened to me in the past. I, you know, things that I perhaps consider trivial, but perhaps weren't. Um, but, you know, people talk about self-compassion. And I'm learning on that front. And I've made a tiny weeny bit of progression. Um, but I find progress to be extremely slow. I've got all the tools in my toolkit. Um, I use them. But the progress is quite worryingly slow. I realise I'm halfway through my life now. And, you know, assuming a, a regular life expectancy, I don't know if I'll ever completely get there and be completely happy with myself and the way I treat myself. And that sounds negative, but you can flip that over because I'm sure if I found I did have some life-limiting disease... I think the progress would speed up. But that makes me question what it takes to motivate me. And it's kind of wishing something on myself that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy in order to get where I want to get to. I do want to be content and satisfied with myself. And I need that connection to enable it. I do live a pretty charmed life compared with a lot of people. I've still got my physical health. You know, I've got your basic things like shelter and food and a couple of people who love me. And, you know, overall, I'm safe. I'm immensely grateful for that. And I do have a daily gratitude practice. That's in, in addition to this sort of journaling thing, which is normally written, um, but not written today because I've got so much to say about the stuff that was going on my in my head overnight. Um but I am constantly disappointed in my attitude and my lack of ability to overcome those bad little thoughts which turn into massive ones. You know, we're told to be grateful for the little steps we make, but I find that so, so hard. Um, I've been told that I need to act as if I'm a likeable and acceptable person, because that is what I want to be. And in certain situations, I need to question how a likeable and acceptable person would react. And it's so bloody hard because I don't feel that way about myself. I just see myself to be a burden on other people. I see myself as taking up time with these blimmin' stupid thoughts um, that I'm recording here. 
um, things that annoy me. Um, and I, there is, I do feel a burden on people. And hopefully by recording this, I shall exercise that demon and forget about it. So I, I'll say it again, I want the connection, but I feel unable to maintain it. Another thing is that some of it, I think, comes down to envy. And I know this is wrong because you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. And most of the time, I don't think I do. But one thing that I do do is I compare myself with what I was. I'm getting older and I just damn well can't do what I used to do. And do you know what? I really can't accept that. I find that incredibly difficult. And that's the sort of thing that I need connection with. I need connection with people who, who also feel like that because I just feel so alone with it. Um, you know, the other, the other thing you're often told is that everybody's unique. I agree with that. And, you know, in, in any community, you need a balance of different personality types in order for it to thrive. But I'm not totally sure what I bring to a community that is constructive. I'm worried about lots of things you know, the, I, I often think that I'm bringing the tone of a community down by my negative thoughts. I mean, I'm, try, I'm trying to now, as I recall this, I'm trying to think, now this is actually a positive thing to do because it's a different way of expressing myself. So actually, I'm now going to try and be happy that I'm doing this, if that makes any sense. I'm making the effort, really, by doing this to interact because I really do crave that connection. When it's a good day, I really enjoy the virtual company, just passing the time, just chatting about rubbish with people. But not every day is a good day. I'm not, I'll go back on that one because I don't mean rubbish as in rubbish. It could be absolutely, you know, I don't know, it's just passing the time, isn't it? Um, talking about, you know, things in the news or things that you've done. But... I just feel that, you know, like I said, not every day is a good day. And when it's a bad day, I feel really guilty for, for imposing myself on these communities because everybody likes bouncy, happy, positive people. And I'm not always like that. Just end of story. But I, I really want to be accepted that that I am not always like that. And it's just the way I am. I want to be accepted for being the way I am, up and down, up and down, up and down, constantly. So I think, in summary, because I've gone on for far too long, this is an apology to all those people I've met and whose company I've thoroughly enjoyed and will hopefully continue to enjoy if they don't listen to this and run a mile away from me. Um, I'm not a party animal, I'll admit that. I'm not the most sociable person, but I really do appreciate interaction even if I'm only on the periphery of it I also appreciate that it's really difficult to understand how I or someone like me if there is anybody else out there like me how people with you know people don't know sometimes how to relate to people with depression and anxiety if they haven't experienced it themselves but I do suspect that there are more people out there that have had these issues than admit it. But they don't because there is that stigma around mental health. 
that goes on, unfortunately. So connection, I need it, but I'm unable to maintain it.